0: With a bit of a recap of... Oh, I was gonna say what has gone on today. But let's go with more of what has led up to this particular moment. Because (laughs) there are certain things that I want to have dramatic... I want to let Ava reveal dramatically. Because I got to have the fun with that last session. And it just makes more sense to have some of that come up in conversation. But this morning, Ava... And Millie talked at the theater. They kind of caught up on things that are going on. You found Cass's journal and several other things that she was looking into. She's trying to piece together what her visions were showing. You found the recording from where someone had left the recording stuff on in the room where Cass was murdered. So that was a fun thing to have to listen to. And then... Ava split off to go and, you know, get some information. And, well, not Ava, Angel, Brain. And um, that's where Angel ran into Hess. And while you were there, you heard someone mention what sounded like there was going to be a special lunch meeting between the wizards and the strangers. So you went to go stake that out. Millie joined you. And that was also where you ran into... Isabel, who is a Fae. Her employer wanted her to kind of gather more information, because George does not like the stranger and doesn't really know what's going on here, so he was looking for more information. And you did get some information, and Millie definitely hardcore flirted the entire time across the room with the stranger, because tall, dark, and handsome. I'm never sending her in again. It's amazing she didn't get caught trying to watch the conversation because Millie's not subtle. We love Millie. She's not subtle. I should have known better.
1: At least you had backup.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've only had to help. Did I help kill him or just ruin his name? Yes. I can't remember. <laughs> or run him out of town, something. Just the one time, though. I feel like that's still one too many.
0: Yeah, Millie has interesting taste in men. It's gone great so far. Angel had to help get rid of one. Oh, right. I outed him as a vampire.
3: He got a little bit killed because of it. It's fine. It's great. Anyways, everybody's got some fatal flaws. Millie's got some uh, dump stats in subtlety and intelligence and uh, (laughs) bad taste in men. So that's fine. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> dear listeners um, we are getting text conversation from a player who had to step away from the moment so <laughs> that is what we are laughing at cause when is definitely judging Millie for not liking Kyle cause who doesn't like Kyle
3: in fairness Millie's never really met Kyle
0: and Kyle did possibly out you to one of your exes that you were hiding from I mean, look, mistakes were
3: made across the board. Millie doesn't hold grudges much. It's fine. Much? Well, usually if the grudge is important enough, the person ends up dead.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. So, after that, Angel tailed the stranger back to the little house that they're staying in, and actually got to look at what he looks like when he doesn't have the glamour on to impress people, and then went to meet up with Hess and Cole who followed members of Sacred secret organization down into their basement but at least sent the address first so Angel was able to join for that very interesting conversation.
2: Going back and forth across town all day.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing you're a good driver. So I believe we will start with because Millie and Isabel, you went to the theater. Millie, you gave a bit of a tour, because Isabel had seen the outside, never really been inside. And then it is, is drawing close to the time where you were supposed to meet someone at this address. You're just hoping that's Theodore Marin. If it isn't,
2: somebody's going to wind up dead.
0: Possibly. So...
3: I don't know if it's still relevant, but because we were at the theater, I did pick up some violin and piano and guitar strings, because that was requested at some point, so I do have those on me.
0: Went and we're in the store where all the spares are, and you grab like a couple of each, because you don't know what they need, they just need these strings for a thing.
3: Yeah, they have packages, they come in, I just filled a cute purse. It's Mm -hmm. great. As for driving, I have a fancy car. I don't mind driving. It's just... ostentatious.
1: I have a decent car, so that would be a little less... obvious, if you'd like to use that one. Well, I'd be
3: driving in that case, but, you know.
0: Take something less conspicuous.
3: I mean, you've just Mm -hmm. given me such a hard time about being, you know... not subtle.
1: You are not. (laughs) It's true. Which reminds me, are you really going to try texting the stranger, or was that to get information?
3: Well, to be completely clear with you, I believe he killed someone in my theater. My theater which is heavily warded, and he shouldn't be able to gain access to, and I am more than a little curious as to how he managed that.
1: I understand revenge. Just be careful that he doesn't use your conversation against you. I didn't say revenge,
3: just absolutely information tracking.
0: The irony of a fae warning you to be cautious. (laughs) But then again, there's a reason this particular fae was sent to do this particular job.
1: Since he was able to get into this heavily warded space, who knows how easy it would be for him to get to wherever
3: you are. Yeah, I live in this heavily warded space, so... Yes, I am... I know. I don't like it. And again, I have not forgotten the fact that he has murdered a friend of ours. However, he is, at least for all intents and purposes and appearances thus far, a man. And I do know how to work with that. Isabel sighs. Like,
1: look... I understand that, but it's also really easy to manipulate people, even when they're the ones who think that they're manipulating
3: others, so... Look, it's just another avenue of investigation that is now open to us. It's not like I'm going off on my own or making dumb choices on my own. It's why I group texted everybody who knows about him to let them know that I had his number. Alright. Also bragging rights, because it's just nice to be cute.
1: just remind me never to introduce you to my
0: colleagues
1: okay just I would love to meet your colleagues no
0: (laughs) dang it dad
1: (laughs) okay so is there anything we need to get before we go to this what's hopefully not a trap I
3: forgot I was also gonna bring a sax read I am grabbing a saxophone read only one or more than one eh, I've got a couple, I'll just, like I said fill a cute little purse
0: Just get a couple of like different like strengths of reeds, cause you Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. That was honestly a question more by Alexis. <laughs> I have no idea what any of these things what? are for
0: Yay! What we number two are two clarinet they? players here we know <laughs> that there's a difference between a two what? and a three
3: <laughs> You
2: mentioned violin strings and my mind is like ooh, an E would be a really nice garret Hmm. Garot. rot That's how it's <laughs> pronounced. I used to play the violin. I remember the blisters that I had on my fingers when I was first learning.
3: Ooh. So speaking of, I don't have much in the way of weaponry here, but is there anything that we think we need to do to prepare for this whatever we're walking into?
0: This could actually be a fun time for Angel to sh- maybe show up at the theater, like you're all planning to meet there and then go to the meeting. Okay. Yeah. So you hear the sound of Angel entering the theater, or knocking on the door. Angel, do you knock, or do you just let yourself in? At this point, I think she'd
3: just let herself in. That's fair. The theater is pretty open during most hours.
2: Oi, we heading out yet, or what?
3: I'm ready to go, I suppose. Is there anything you can think of that we need? (sighs) Uh...
2: Not if it's who we think it is. If it's not, then any weaponry you think you have on hand. Okay. Or can get quickly.
1: We wouldn't want to be obvious that we're possibly heading into an ambush, but we are possibly heading into an ambush.
3: I put my gun in the cute little purse along with all of the various instrument pieces. So these are wizards, yeah? That we know,
0: one of the people in there will be a wizard. You have no idea if there's going to be anyone else there. You you just don't know.
3: Wonderful. I've had limited dealings with wizards. Are there things one can do to protect oneself? There's not like a magic necklace you can wear where you just don't get magicked on, right?
1: I no. don't believe oh, so.
0: No. No. That would be cool. But, no. That
1: would... no. Well, or if it is at one point, it was probably destroyed by any number of magical beings besides just the wizards. Noted.
0: I mean, they're still human, you know. Yeah. yeah. You, you just hear windbirds voice in your head. I'm pretty sure if you shoot them, they usually bleed. Not always, but
3: also noted. Great. If it bleeds, I could eat it. Exactly. <laughs> Great. Well, we have a backup plan
1: would um, wizard blood affect you in a strange way, or? One way to find out! Oh no.
0: I'm pretty sure you've probably eaten a wizard before. Oh, have I? Alright. It's fine.
3: Magic gives you a little high, but it's not anything to write home about.
1: Now, I can change shape to some extent. Do you think that would help when we go there? Have someone that they don't automatically assume or do you think since they gave me the note that they'll be looking for me Mm, I bet they'd be
3: looking for you
0: probably gave you the note because you look like the most subtle person there
3: (laughs) I'm a distraction I also feel like if you change shape they might be able to tell that you're not in your own shape if they are people of magic they may not be able to
1: understand what I would be saying but I, I understand maybe as a backup plan if we
0: need to
3: sneak in somewhere.
0: Good call. You could just be a cat. Alright,
3: well then I suppose we're ready to go. Isabel had offered to drive since her car is much less conspicuous than mine. Should we all three be in the same car or should we take two cars just in case
1: there's an issue?
2: I say two, but I've also been called paranoid before. So I'll be taking mine.
1: You're
0: still alive, though, so.
2: So it's doing something.
1: Okay. So, if this is everyone who's going. Then let's go. All right. All right.
0: So y'all load up, and I'm. Well, I'm assuming the address is passed along to Angel, so she knows where to go. Information is also communicated somehow to Windward, so Windward can know where to show up, because Windward is very interested in this conversation.
3: We've got a group chat.
0: Yeah. I feel like a lot, most Urban Shadows groups do not end up with a group chat, but it turns out, when it's the possible apocalypse, you just get over the fact that you may not all like each other. <laughs>
3: I would rather have someone I don't like who's able to come to my rescue than not have anyone know where I went.
0: That is an excellent point. So, in question of the group
3: chess, you all have made sure that it can't really be packed, correct? Well, uh, I can assure you I don't know much about that sort of technology.
0: I feel like Hess created it, so... I mean, maybe?
3: I mean, I feel like sending things via text is better than speaking them out loud considering we don't know who could be listening at any given time, so that's just where I'm sitting. Right. Aside from it in your lovely car, thank you for driving. You're welcome.
0: And it is a pretty nice night. You're driving along, you can hear lots of crickets and even some cicadas outside. There's a nice... It's starting to cool off a bit. Still kind of warm. It's a nice night. So, Windward, as you are pulling up, I think you get there like just a little bit after everyone else. I just realized you wouldn't actually recognize either of the cars. Actually, can you, as you are pulling up, roll to put a name to a face? I'll say you can see everyone as they're starting to get out of their cars
4: that's a four what circle am I adding it's not going to matter but I want to know for advancement's sake
0: it could either be wild or power
4: Uh, let's roll on power but again it's a it's a five
0: cool you don't recognize Angel's card you probably don't know Angel aside from the light of day
4: I am aware that the person of Angel exists, but probably don't know anything about, like, what she looks like, or...
2: You'll
0: know it as soon as I speak, dear.
4: Oh, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to roll again for the other car that you see this time with Wild? Absolutely. As you're seeing people get out of the car.
4: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You couldn't have split those sixes? Jesus. Uh, that's a... That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For Wild, that's a 13.
0: Okay. So, as Isabel steps out of the car, you know exactly who that is. Well, it also makes sense because you know George pretty well. Mm-hmm. Would you rather Isabelle owes you a debt or do you want to know something interesting about her?
4: I really should actually engage with the debt system on this. I will take a debt.
0: Things you know about her is um, you do know that she works with George in some sort of information gathering capacity. She's Fay. And imagine maybe she's come into your store, perhaps, mm-hmm. to gather things, or you've just met her in other sort of supernatural being settings, and Interacted with off and on, and what does she owe you for?
4: Um, what does she owe me for?
0: Also, Alexis, if you have an idea,
4: what's Isabel's story? What would I know about her? Ne- not necessarily what's interesting, but like, what would our the nature of our interaction have been, broadly speaking?
1: For Isabel, it would be probably. Yeah, I'd say information gathering. Maybe there was a job that almost went horribly wrong that because of any intel, or I'm I'm not sure what Windward does.
4: Junk Drawer is, it started off basically as like a magical uh, hardware store, small odds and ends, things that you would need for rituals. Just like the things that you need to do your, your daily life or practice craft at home that's okay. also just kind of got a bunch of curios in it now it's okay. a lot bigger than it used to be
0: <laughs> yeah just don't question how big it is it's fine there may have
1: been a curio then that Isabel really needed to complete a job
4: Hmm. Okay. you let her borrow or something interesting yeah
0: you gave her or recommended she buy something that ended up saving the mission and possibly her life
4: yeah I mean, because I know she's Fey. We, it is it, it's the sort of thing where like, <laughs> if I'd sold something to a to a mortal on credit, a mortal would be stupid to use credit with a Fey because the Fey would be like, yeah, sure, absolutely, I'll pay you back, and then yeah. find some way to worm out of it. Yeah. The problem is, I ain't dying anytime soon, so we can actually establish that line of credit, and it's just like. It's one of those things where it's just like you haven't been back to to get the bill, I haven't had the opportunity to chase you down. It's a favor thing. I don't think like a, no. a solid price was ever necessarily a go- negotiated, but there's a... I think a specific degree of favor has been negotiated. Uh, you being a fae and me being in the line of work I'm in. We have specific languages and ways that we understand how... It's not just a blanket favor, it's not just anything, probably set up some, some bounds, but kind of within the rules of the game, at any time, because I was able to procure the item that you needed, I'll be able to, to call in that debt.
0: Okay. So, when you see Zobel stepping out of the car, you know her pretty well, and you also see Millie is in the same car. And you are standing out in front of this house. I don't know if Winward actually left left their
4: car yet. Um, I... Probably not. It's never necessarily good to be early, especially if I knew that I had friends coming. So Winward just steps out of their car and walks in long strides over to Millie and Isabel. And it's like, Millie, darling, it has been... It sure has been a day, has it not?
3: It feels like so much more, but it really has.
4: Oh God, just.
3: I have a purse full of things for you. I think.
4: Oh, delightful! Please, could I could I, uh, grab those? I believe you were uh, picking up the instrument uh, pieces, the the strings that we needed.
3: Yes, strings and reeds.
4: Yes, yes, for saxophones. Saxophones. Uh, do, do you have a? You have a variety. There's a few of them in there.
3: I grabbed one of everything, so yes.
4: Delightful, perfect, reliable as ever. I appreciate it a great deal. This is exceedingly helpful. And collect the pieces. And, Isabel, it has been quite some time. It is so good to see you again.
1: Yes, it is. Um, nice to see you as well, Winverde.
0: Just a of, wait. What are you doing here?
1: Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I was here and it turned um well i should say i was on a different job helping mm-hmm. sort of do a stakeout and i ran into these lovely people and since our causes align so i see what help i could give
4: well delightful yes our unpleasantness matches with your unpleasantness and
1: mm-hmm.
4: while i'm sure the circ- we wish the circumstances were different this is it's it is it's good to have you on side and then I presume Angel's just sort of sitting or kind of standing back away or still in the car?
2: Yeah. Angel came in a separate vehicle, so she's got her little Tesla Model 3 across the street, parked on the other side of the street, and she would just come across and, like, lean one hip against uh, Isabel's car as,
0: like, they were catching up just waiting. For Alexis to help her picture, would you describe what Windward looks like?
4: Yeah, uh, Winward is relatively tall. They're uh, fairly broad and round. Currently have their head shaved like a buzz cut. They wear glasses like very close to their eyes, uh, covering up their eyes. And then I think today they are wearing... It's actually more of a lilac-colored uh, tunic that they're wearing. Not quite as long as a dress, sort of like an asymmetrical cut and then um, they have green leggings along with black, sensible low heels, but pointy shoes. At that point, I think Windward turns towards this other individual and says, Ah, yes, and I don't believe we've met. uh, Windward Pudge, it's a pleasure to meet you. And extends a hand.
2: Angel Day. Pleasure.
4: Ah! Angel Day, the, um, not the... Not the journalist and the, the, uh, the documentarian?
2: Suppose you could call me that, but the very same. The light today is me.
4: Well, okay, well, it is good to meet you. What brings you to, uh, this part of the world? To our, our little burg here, I, uh... Let's see, I'm familiar with your work. I can hardly imagine somebody of your, uh, your stature within the community were to come to our sleepy little burg.
2: Well, typically I go where I'm bade, but this time it's personal. Hmm. Roz is a friend of mine. I was to meet her before she disappeared.
4: Oh, I see, I see. Have you been uh, kept apprised of the situation up to this point?
2: I am well aware of the situation here. However, I think I have information that you all do not... How familiar were any of you with the Disappeared, the Hawk, and Roz, and Darren, and them?
4: Well, Hawk was a friend of mine. I understand that most of us have uh, some connection. They're not too terribly large of a community.
3: I carried their weird empty bodies. (laughs) Yes. Right,
2: so, okay... All right, I won't have to deal with any emotional outburst, probably. When I tell you this, then, I know who the stranger is. Oh. Who is it? And it's Bart. Kind of. <laughs> 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 I've met him before. I've done...
4: Was was his grandmother made aware this? Maybe. Perhaps that this... This could be a rather short. I think we might actually have a good solution.
2: It's not really Bart, though. It's in his body. Bart's been possessed, y'all. Mm. Whatever it is, it has driven away the spirits that used to hang around him. I don't know if you're aware of that, but let's just put it out there. There used to be a spirit that hang around hung around him called Vihante. And I've got theories, but whatever or whomever Bart is now is not actually Bart. He carries himself completely differently. And knows how to drive. And yes, uh, drives rather well. I followed him to his where it is staying. So I have that information as well.
0: Also for the audience, I'm just going to say, Grandma's on a trip and is back in Puerto Rico visiting family
4: when it's mentioned that Bart's been possessed uh, Winward visibly stiffens
3: well if there was any chance I was going to hook up with him before it's just not going to happen now I really don't like you know that's icky morally
4: That that's dubious at best mm. not, not something
2: so are we going in or not
4: well what are our goals going in
2: well, I've got many things to talk about with Maron. if it's him.
4: Sure. Yes, absolutely. But coming in as a united front, as one group of individuals, what precisely are we hoping to accomplish at this meeting? To ensure that we're all on the same page?
3: Well, the wizards are sort of stuck under the stranger's thumb, and a couple of them seem less than happy about it, and we're hoping we're about to talk to one of the less than happy about it ones. Oh, he's definitely one of the less than happy about it. Well, you keep acting like it's maybe not the person that you think it is, so... Who knows?
2: I'm just saying, if it's Marin, he's definitely not happy about it. He's one of the ones
3: that they've been blackmailing or otherwise have something over. So I guess maybe the intent of this is to get one of these awful people on our side. Strange bedfellows and all. If we can get
2: more power into the hands of the wizards that don't like the Stranger, don't agree with what he's doing or any of that, then we can start shifting the tides and get the Stranger, well, probably not completely ousted, but at least on the back foot and start eroding his power.
0: I will also add in that angel you and i think isabel as well will probably be aware of this just with their job isabel there are plenty of people who have been looking to see a change of power in this city away from the old men to kind of like a new group of leaders for a while like they've yeah. been in power since the 50s so didn't There's been some things going on in the background of, like, trying to help set people up so they can have a transition of power. And that might need to happen sooner rather than later with things that are going on, especially since the stranger showed up. That kind of became more of a priority for certain groups and not, like official air quotes around the word official leaders but like kind of like the de facto influential figures in
4: so that kind of does raise the question does Windward actually know the old men personally because he seems like the one that she'd actually get along with
0: he's the nerd
4: okay okay right yep
0: He's the nerd.
4: Remembering why I named why I named him, gave him the last name of Marin.
2: I remember the thing I was going to do at the end of last session, but we left off on that really, really nice cliffhanger. <laughs> Did Angel get in contact with Xander? Because she, before going into this, she needs to know what side they stand on for this. If they have a side.
0: Oh yeah, because you asked. if... Are they with the stranger, or yeah, kind of how they wanted these yeah metaphorical dice to fall in the situation?
2: I need to know I'm not going directly against their wishes because that could have disastrous consequences for me. Okay, that's not technically one of my vows. I just can't reveal faction secrets.
0: High low Ava,
2: hi. I hate this. <laughs> then it's on me 20. wherever it lands. That was
0: a 20. So, while your bosses are usually kind of sting more on the sides of the wizards, for some reason, they don't let care for the old men. That particular group is kind of very stuck in their ways. They feel like they're holding back a lot of cool, a lot of great research and stuff that could be going on in the lab because they're just too focused on me, myself, and I at least most of them. There are a few of them that are trying to make a difference but they're kind of being stymied by the rest but they can't really break off and do their own thing without leaving the people with the head stuck so far up their asses that you can see it on top of their shoulders in charge of everything because that would be bad they would do something really stupid
2: okay, perfect, good I can walk into this with no worries then
0: you get the vibe that if there is a change of power as long as there is some sort of wizard faction left that is interested in pursuing research that is actually helpful for people, they're happy. Alright.
2: Nobody else is abreast of that. (laughs) That happened before she got here.
3: Fabulous. Should we go in then or are we waiting for anything else? Angel checks the time.
0: It's like one to two minutes before the time they told you to come. So it's at the point where you could just go on up and not going to be fine. Also, I'm going to say, Isabel, you've had some time to catch George up on things.
1: Okay. Yeah, good.
0: He doesn't need to check in every five minutes, but you had a couple of hours, so. Do you think that they will be disconcerted by
2: how
3: many of us there are?
2: Not if they're smart. Huh? If they were smart enough to pick you out as of interest, Isabel, because Isabel was the one that was given that note, she was yeah. Millie was given the name, the number of the, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. If they were smart yeah. enough to pick you out as of interest, then they're gonna be smart enough to realize that we probably think or you might consider it as a trap, because you said it was the same, the same waitress, server, whatever that delivered both notes, right? Yes,
0: yeah, she slid like slid the note yeah. across to Millie while tucking the other note in Isabel's pocket, which is another
2: concern that it might be a trap
0: that or she was trying to be covert c- based on who might have been watching. Oh
2: yeah, no definitely. yeah, yeah.
1: there's there's <laughs> many options here. Yes I I think it's more prepare. At least mentally, invisibly... Well, not vis- so invisibly... That it's a trap, and prepare visibly that it's a potential meeting.
2: Expect the best, prepare for the worst.
0: Yeah. Don't look like you're there to kill them, but be ready to kill them if you have to.
3: Always.
4: Oh yeah. Alrighty, well, if nobody else takes the lead, Windward will head up and knock on the door.
0: You knock on the door, there is a couple of seconds... And the door is opened by someone Isabella Milling would recognize. It was the sister, like Denise's sister. The Lycan sisters? Yeah. Okay. At the table, there was the police chief slash head of that wolf pack. There's probably like another wolf pack somewhere, but they kind of stick to themselves mostly. So there's a captain, her sister, and her brother. So her sister Lisa opens the door and says, "Oh, oh, get a year on time. And seems to be quite a few of you. Is there anyone else coming?
4: No, there are precisely as many of us as are meant to be here.
0: Which brother? The brother that you saw at the multi meeting?
2: <laughs> okay, just clear, <laughs> just just double checking because I was like, wait, I met one of them. If there's more than one, okay, just double checking.
0: Only the one brother. Okay." <laughs>
2: I have names written down, so.
0: Come on in, come on in. Kick your shoes off if you want to, whenever you need he'll um, help. You'll go right on that way. The living room is down this hallway. And there's just a little short hallway, and you can see into the living room. It's a nice little house.
4: Windward's taking off their shoes. That might bite me in the ass later, but I'm taking off my shoes.
1: Angel's <laughs> not. <laughs> I would say Isabel is wiping them to make sure there's like no mud on them but yeah she's not taking them off either but
3: yeah Millie is very dainty like about scraping her shoes off more for show than anything cause she knows she hasn't stepped in anything but she's not <laughs> taking hers off
0: so they just have all these people with their shoes on and barefoot with cool
3: they pull my <laughs> outfit together
0: I could already see the regret on Zed's face. Do you not trust me?
4: <laughs> oh, no, it's not. This is, this is not oh, regret. Oh, no. <laughs> this is, this is judgment at the blatant disrespect that the people are showing. But we were given the option, so.
0: And red is one of those, like, if you feel comf- more comfortable walking around barefoot kind of thing. Just like, a, it is up to you. And
4: I made my choice.
0: Actually, Winward, would you like to roll roll to put a face to a name Rolling With Knight to see if you actually recognize this person?
4: Uh, Rolling With Knight.
0: We've established that the others know her. Um, Angel, you can probably recognize family resemblance a little bit. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, she also recognized uh, him as the brother of the pack leader. So she
0: might.
2: No, this is this is this is the other sister. This is Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, if she recognized the brother, she'd likely recognize a sister. I must yeah. be
4: playing this game wrong, because I did, I did, as far as I can tell, I have just leveled up. Anyways, that's a <laughs> 10. You
0: are rolling 2d6, right?
4: Uh, Yeah, 2d6. <laughs> okay. These two right here, they landed on a 4 and a 5, got a plus 1 in knight. Since I've made okay. the circle move for all four circles, I level up. Right. Game.
3: Sounds to me like you're playing it very
0: right Yeah Okay, on a 10 plus You've dealt with them before Learn something interesting and useful about them Or they owe you a debt
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take another debt okay. Why not
0: So you recognize her. Her name is Lisa Ward. Her older sister, Denise, is the head of the wolf pack that lives near the Boys and Girls Club. Her older sister and her brother are on kind of high up in the police force. I think she's... I don't know if I said it earlier, but I think she's one of the ones that's not a cop, but she does work in some sort of civil service and she works closely with them. She's also on the police force, actually, but she's not as high up in the ranks, but she's, she does good work. Okay. She's a little bit more politically involved sometimes than her other siblings. Like, she, she keeps that, like, separate from her work and doesn't let it influence, but...
4: Okay. So, I think I got this debt by making something otherwise unfortunate go away.
0: Maybe it was a friend or someone that was caught in an unfortunate situation where, like... Okay, yeah. She knew what really was going on, but what it looked like could be bad. There weren't a lot of people that would come and stand up for that friend, so she kind of got you to help smooth out some of the wrinkles, make some things go go away.
4: Gotcha. All right. So, um... Yeah. Here we are
0: she does look happy to see you. So y'all go into the living room. And Angel, you are relieved to see that indeed, Theodore Marin is sitting there. And there's a couch and some comfy chairs. There's plenty of seating for everyone. And he just decides like, I'm glad you got my message and decided to come. Make yourselves at home. Sorry for all the cloak and dagger. There were certain parties we want to keep out of the way of. At least for now. Well, coming here was a
2: mite faster than waiting for Shay to get a meeting with you. Oh, are you the
0: one that she told me about?
3: Yes, that'd be me. Besides, I live for cloak and dagger.
0: Well, if you still want another one after this, we can rage that,
3: but...
2: I think this might cover it all.
0: Okay, good. Does everyone take a seat?
3: Yeah, Millie is absolutely taking one of the chairs that is not attached to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if Angel does.
0: Yeah, I'll say there's like a bigger couch, there's like a love scene, and there's like a couple cushy chairs. He's in one of the chairs, but it's... There's a lot of seating in this living room.
4: What does Theo look like here? How is he dressed? How is he holding himself?
0: He's not dressed quite as formally as he does when he's out and about at work, which it kind of makes sense. It's like when someone comes home from work and they take off the jacket, they take off the tie.
4: Pulls off one shoe, puts on like a loafer, throws it from one foot to the other while singing a song.
0: (laughs) He's not quite in that jovial of a mood, but he has kind of gotten a little bit more comfortable and also...
4: He's wearing his cardigan and his house shoes.
0: Yeah. And And for those of you who are aware of the old men and how long they've been in power, it's probably only a little bit weird that this dude looks like he's in his 40s and he's been in his 40s since the 50s. Not that weird to me. (laughs) True. (laughs) Your editor is a vampire.
4: I have gotta be familiar with, with him at the very least. Since he's the nerd, do you think he ever got in at, at Nuke City games? Did he ever get onto that? Or did he like start playing in his basement and now this one's too uh this is too newfangled for him?
0: I'm gonna say. He he's probably played a couple of times at Nuke City. He goes kind of incognito. <laughs> But it's like he's also one of those, I'm like, if he just kind of, like, dresses down in a t-shirt and jeans and, like, puts a hat on, no one recognizes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't hog the spotlight as much as certain other members. But he's decently well-known in the gaming community.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It has also been established that he's just, like, a big fan of making the safest, happiest table possible. Even as he's emotionally tormenting your characters the best
2: I think before sitting Angel will do a pretty much a paranoid um, circle of the room if there's any
0: is this like an external room like windows to the outside I'm gonna say there's probably windows to the outside but like the curtains are down good she's still gonna
2: she's making sure there's no buddy that shouldn't be around I don't want any no prying ears
0: would you like to roll to study a place of power?
2: Sure. And I Rolling think my with power. new move helps me. Well, if it's power, it washes out. Um, uh, my new move—genuine, please study a sanctuary. Roll with mind instead of the circle. Sweet.
0: But my mind and power are both two. So I wanted to change the thing about Lisa. She's not an ordinary cop. She's worked security at the lab. Mm. I like that better. Because that also makes explains why she's here. Her connection to Marin.
4: Why well, she would know Theo.
0: Yeah. That's a 13. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. On a hit, you see below the surface to the reality underneath. An area NPC or item located within that's not what it seems. So, as it's the last place here, and this place is warded, a lot of places in this city have some kind of basic warding. You also notice signs that specifically there is a warning against uh, listening ears and peering eyes on the living room. When you see signs, there might be another room in the house that seems to be a little better protected. Good way to Keep conversations private. So there's this little bookshelf that has a lot of books that appear to be decorative, but you catch signs that some of those decorative books might contain actual magical books and grimoires. Or else it's better to hide them than hide them in plain sight. In Odd 10 Plus, your insight reveals much about these circles, politics, and schemes. When you notice about the grimoires, you just kind of like drift a little closer to the bookshelves and you see papers sticking up. that seemed to be maybe in some sort of cipher. Could be private communications or some kind of shorthand. You catch signs that people from other factions may have been here recently, possibly, and you've already seen someone. A wolf here. And... I'll say there's like a little desk in the corner and you walk by and you see there's this notebook that was left open. And on it, you see notes where it seems someone has been kind of keeping track of shifting loyalties between certain people. And it looks like someone's been trying to figure out how the stranger got a hold of certain people's allegiances. As well as there's a, an interesting book, you notice, it appears to whole be a book of laws, but specifically bylaws, applying to Oak Ridge. And when no one's looking, you kind of flip open to where one of the tabs are, and it's a lot of... They seem to be specifically focusing on legal routes to quickly transfer like authoritative power from one individual to another and it looks like they're not just trying to get from like the wizards over to one person but as you flip through and you look through the notes you see it looks like they're might have been positioning a couple of people to shift into a new power structure it looks like they've been just getting the pieces into place and it also looks like they're not just moving wizards into place because the Wizards have run this city for a while. But it seems that some of them think it's time that other people got a chance to sit at the table. Also, most of the old men suck. Tempest Multi is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2e Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am your keyboard producer.
4: My name is Zad Kiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp playbook.
3: Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire.
2: I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Day, the Sworn.
0: To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.